Well, welcome back, everybody, to episode number three of The Price for Paradise, hosted by myself and my good friend, Creston Woods. Um, today, we have a very special guest. Um, I would say, you know, a, a pretty close mentor for Woody within the last year or two. Um, former professional bodybuilder. I'm really excited to get into some of that talk. Um, but joining us today is Larry Bernstein. Very excited to have him um, with us on the podcast today. Larry, how's it going? Good, man. Good. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Appreciate Looking forward it. to uh, learn more about you because Woody's, Woody's spoken highly of you uh, in the past. I'm sure that um, some people might have uh, remembered that from the previous podcasts we've done together. But uh, I'm really looking forward to, uh, you know, learn more about you and, and your background and everything. So oh, thanks, thanks for man. joining us. Happy yeah. to help. Happy, happy to be interviewed. Absolutely. So, um, so as I mentioned, you know, Creston is, is much more closer to, to Larry than I am, um, just with their, their history together. Uh, you know, Larry's in the personal training industry, kind of just like Woody. Um, so I'll kind of let Woody do most of the driving again, kind of like episode number two, I'll chime in and ask the questions when I have them. Um, but other than that, uh, I'd like to welcome Larry. And uh, with that, Creston, you want to take it away? Cool. Hey, Larry, what's up, buddy? Hey, thanks uh, for having me, man. Appreciate it. Happy to have you on here. So I just want to make sure that everyone knows Larry. He's my mentor. Like this guy took me under his wing. Uh, as soon as I was done with baseball, I didn't really know what I wanted to do with direction wise. And then I decided personal training. And as soon as he heard me say that, he's like, what can I do for you? He started helping me get some clients. And uh, when I was doing the Ironman, he got me a bike. This guy is the absolute man. Um, and I asked him one time why he does this stuff for me and he's just that's just what we do and that's that's straight up quote that's from awesome. Larry Larry Legend so yeah tell us about yourself right. Larry well the reason I found you a bike was I wanted to see you suffer man <laughs> <laughs> oh and I did and I paid the price that's for sure <laughs> I was like oh you know it's not one of those things you could just jump I mean you got you got you got so much heart and, you know, being 23 or four when you did it, I knew you'd make it through it or die. But it's like, you know, it's one of those things you can't just jump into as you found out the hard way. Right? Oh, yeah, definitely. When I was cramping and I couldn't walk for the last two miles hobbling across the finish yeah. line, I definitely felt that. Grabbing the Red oh. Bulls instead of the bananas? Yeah, it's... don't grab the Red Bulls. Grab the bananas. Yeah. You will not cramp so, up. But, you, you know, if you don't fail, what's, how's it go? you have to fail to learn. Absolutely. Exactly. Right, right. So... Not that you failed, you finished, but that yeah. was a huge learning experience. I think kind of the hard way, but that's how you get it, right? That's how you get it. Yeah. Well, the fact that like, you finished speaks volumes to your, you know, oh, to God. your character and everything. So um, I've already oh, talked to you about this, exactly. but really cool, oh, yeah, really yeah, cool yeah. thing. This isn't about me. Let's talk about yeah. Larry, no, the bodybuilder. No, I, I always do, I deflect a lot, you know. So, <laughs> well, what what he probably didn't tell you, he probably digs me so much because I'm shorter than he is. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm almost standing up. So it's like, I'm, oh, okay. I'm like five foot three on a good day of walk. All right. <laughs> so that's why people are like, oh, dude, he's shorter, but he's so it's cool. Right. But yeah. So that's actually what got me into, into weight training was I was, uh, I played hockey in high school growing up in Chicago. I won't go so far back, which was years, but playing hockey, you know, it's kind of, you got big dudes, you got little dudes and, sure. and you got the momentum of ice. It's like, if I was like, if I'm going to, play this game and succeed, I got to even the, the table a little bit because I'm going to get my ass kicked, right? Sure. So that's how I started lifting, I think. Actually, I started lifting like in eighth grade. I can even go back further, but I won't oh, go wow. there. 
yeah so it's like i gotta get lifting i gotta get stronger because i love the sport just like you love your baseball and i'm baseball. not sure your background walker i know you're an athlete and yeah yeah yeah, yeah, too, right? yeah. yeah we oh, played yeah, yeah you know you love it and you did whatever it took to like make it happen right yeah so, so i just started lifting and um got better and better in hockey and then when uh i didn't get a, a college offer you know it's, it's like uh, and there was yeah. no junior colleges offering any hockey <laughs> stuff yeah like then. so i was like well what am i going to do i like competing so I, I just started, started, kept lifting and lifting, going to this one gym and uh, actually went to a powerlifting gym first as a sophomore in high school. And I just saw some of these huge dudes and I was like, well, that's, I got to get to that. And they were yeah. kind of shorter too. So I was like, okay, this no, is my group. Kinda, yeah. yeah. I'm like, I, I need that. That's what I need. And then, uh, so having a have start like as a powerlifter, you get a really good base because you know, you're lifting for strength, you're not shape and all that. But I didn't really like the shape of the powerlifters, and I hope any powerlifters <laughs> listen, don't get offended. Right? So then yeah. um, a friend of mine in high school told me about this other gym called Quad Gym in Thornton, Illinois. And uh, they were just kind of starting out. And so I started going there, and uh, the owner, he was like, you should try a, a bodybuilding show. This was after high school now, and I hadn't you know, made any hockey <laughs> progression. So I think I was like one of the first dudes in their gym to do a bodybuilding show. I think they're like, this, this idiot's green enough. Let's talk him into it and see what happens. <laughs> so so this, is, this is right after high school? This was pretty close after high school. I think I was, uh, yeah, yeah. I was like 17 or 18. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was like 17 gotcha. or 18. So I talked me into doing a teenage show. And I, I mean, this was, I was so, it, this is before, you know, there was no internet and stuff. So you yeah, didn't know sure. about going into a show tanned up and shit. It was so good. I came in like whatever last, but I was like, it's kind of cool. There's something to compete mm -hmm. at. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, working on so, your craft. Yeah, I had no idea at the time, you know, what I was going to be doing. But um, the other thing too is like, it's an individual sport. So if, like you, you know, your team players, you you saw dudes slacking in practice or whatever, you know, it kind of ticked you off, but you know, yeah. they're your teammates. And if, if they didn't bring it in the game and you lost, you know, so that's totally. the thing, individual, and it's all you. So, you mm -hmm. know, if accountability you know, is all do, there, it, yeah. Yeah. And then, so, you know, so I got my ass kicked my first few shows mm -hmm. and then uh, kept, okay, kept trying, kept trying, kept trying until finally, um, it's funny because I had my, this guy was actually in town recently. This guy was winning all the Illinois shows. And then uh, the last one, Mr. Teenage Illinois, I ended up beating him. And it was always show I, I nice. Yeah, it was crazy. And uh, I, I don't know who was more surprised, him that he lost or <laughs> me that I won. He's a good dude. Probably so, yeah. both. <laughs> oh, yeah. Matter of fact, you can watch. We did a podcast together for it. It's called The Legends of Vodigo. It's I like old that. school stuff. Hey. But him and I were talking about it. I, I even asked him, I said, dude, did you even know I was in all those shows you were winning? You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you know who did. And you were just like here, like coming up, coming up, coming up, and finally take him on that last one. Yeah, and, and it really pissed him off because he was too old to go in it again because he was he could enter the oh, shows again as a teenager. But a year yeah. later, he turned twenty. Yeah. So you know that was it. And, and the funny thing is too, I was thinking about it. Like if I hadn't won that show, I don't know if I would have kept going in bodybuilding because I kept, you know, then you go to the next level. 
Right. How long is the career? Yeah. So how many years were we in the bodybuilder? Oh, well, well, there's some dudes that have done it. That's just kind of cool. I'm, I've kept friends with some of these pros, you know, over Facebook and stuff. Some of these dudes that are in their 50s and 60s, even 70s, and you wouldn't believe the shape they're still in. So it's, it's you know, you just keep it up. Yeah, That's how the lifestyle. You know, we're talking later. I say, it's just a lifestyle. You just stay, stay disciplined. Right. You know, you hit your workouts. Don't eat like an idiot. You, you can you can still have fun. I mean, you know, I'm 61. Still, still having some fun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, geez, that's, oh yeah, are you kidding me? That's yeah, where 61. I hope to be when I'm 61 for sure. Out. Exactly. Not, yeah, because I'm you guys are like, you know, mid 20s. You're thinking, I, I get it. 60s is like, you know, way. That's pretty old, but you know, when you get here, if you can keep yourself dialed in, it's just yeah, you're 60 now. <laughs> so I have a question. I have a question. Um, so you had mentioned, you know, how you started with hockey, because I was I was going to ask you that heading into this is kind of what got you into bodybuilding. Um, you right. started lifting and stuff like that to try and get your body in shape for hockey. Was there was there just a mindset switch or something that said, man, I want to go compete in these competitions? Or was there something before where you were working out had a hard regimen every single day and were kind of leading up to this like in the future or was it just kind of a spur of the moment like oh, i kind of want to start doing competitions now it, it was never really on my mind huh. i never thought of being a bodybuilder it's you know i thought of powerlifting <laughs> i was like no like i said i didn't like the shape those dudes had i didn't yeah. want to look like you know i just i want to look more you know yeah like you know yeah. well-rounded yeah v, v, you want the v and you know <laughs> six pack and <laughs> yeah, yeah. powerlifters look good they're just you know they're, they're just thick like linebacker kind of yeah but no, I think it was when I went to that gym where it was it was more of a bodybuilding gym. Sure. And they kind of suggested it. Okay. And uh, you know, these guys were I looked up to these guys. They owned the gym, they were good shape. Yeah. And I was just pretty green going in there. So they're like, why don't you try it? So I think the thing was, like I was mentioning earlier, you know, you guys are always competed as athletes. You're always used to competing. You always had something yeah. to train for. So I think that's what just like Okay, hockey was over, like when your baseball kind of ended. You yeah, know, man. when he took on a Iron Man, yeah. I was like, okay, I'll, I'll you know, because especially being five <laughs> foot nothing, like I like to say, you know, it, it helps to have a little more sure. <laughs> muscle on your ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Instead yeah, of absolutely. like, you know, yeah, so be, having a little bit of shape and size felt a little more confidence. And then he did a show. And it was, but the funniest thing was, too, because you were talking about partying. And that's some serious party age. I was going yeah. to do it at 18, 19, 20. All my buddies are like, dude, you're not drinking. And I'm like, getting ready for a show in three months. Because that's how I would, I would pretty much die at three months. I'd eat really clean. Yeah. Then I go back to, you know, I like yeah. have my beers. Yeah. yeah the all Which I find out later is stupid. As, as we know, you don't need to eat <laughs> drink like crap. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hopefully, uh, uh -huh. didn't mean to go on forever on that question, but yeah, I was like, they, they suggested it and I tried it. I was like, I got, I didn't do well, but I'm like, okay, yeah. I can do a little better. And then when I won the teenage Illinois, I thought, shoot, if I can beat all these guys that I've been getting beat by, I can go in, <laughs> I can beat them later yeah. on. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then I got Very my cool. ass handed to me again later as a 21 year old, but we all got our asses handed to us eventually oh, yeah. at some point. Yeah. Hey, yeah, that's the price for paradise, man. That, that's yeah. how you get it better, is. like you said earlier. Like you have to learn by experience, right? Oh yeah, yeah. There's a 
great. It's funny. I think I read it today. Harvey McKay. If you know that dude, he's old school. He's the one like uh, swimming with the sharks and he's mm, an old school nice. salesman. Mine's that guy. Yeah, he is really, he's really good. He's in the newspaper every Monday in the business section. He has some really inspiring articles. So, huh. I mean, if you look up AZ, I know I still read the paper. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I gotta write his but, name uh, down. No, today, today it was about attitude and be, and setbacks, and, and talks about losing, and uh, you know how it makes you better if you don't get kicked in the teeth a few times. You know, either you, you never throw know. in the towel or you go like, okay, what do I need to do to raise the bar? And That's such a great really point. Good, but that one today yeah. was about losing, and we've all been there. If you're yeah. not, you need to be. Yeah, like, you gotta uh, face the hard stuff. Yeah, like, you got to uh, face the hard stuff. You got to fail a little bit to, oh, yeah. to grow. Yeah, or else you're not going to get there. Yeah. So, Larry, um, I, I want to have a question for you. So, mm -hmm. being a professional bodybuilder is not like the highest paying like job. You don't get paid to be a professional bodybuilder you, unless you like win events, right? Or, I mean, you have to work side jobs. Like, so what was the lifestyle outside of the bodybuilding while you were doing it? Oh, good, good. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, unless you to really to like to set the record straight i was never a professional bodybuilder i uh, i took uh or one mr america in 83 it might it might have my class mm -hmm. i didn't win the overall because you win your class and all the class winners pose down and i didn't win that but i won my class i got to go to the mr universe in london in uh 83 still amateur that's awesome yeah and if you and i took third at the mr universe my first time second the next three years because that was my thing. I wanted to win. If I would have won that, I would have gone pro. This is all the amateur Mr. Universe. Oh, and my fifth year Mr. Universe was, uh, I mean, it's almost like you're at a pro level. I just didn't yeah. allow myself to go to the next level until I, because I had my mindset on winning that Mr. Universe show. Because I worked I like all my steps up. But uh, yeah, but, but yeah, as, as a pro bodybuilder, unless you get sponsors, you know, if yeah. you win pro shows, you get some good money. But the whole time you're training, if no one's sponsoring you, excuse me, no one's sponsoring you, you're not, the income's not happening, you know? So, yeah, exactly. funny enough, I graduated college in 82 with a marketing degree. I had won the Mr. Illinois by then. I'd worked my way up. I went to Collegiate Illinois, the Junior Illinois, the Mr. Illinois. I just like, that was my way of doing me. But um, yes, I, I graduated in 82 with a marketing degree. I came home to train for the Mr. America. I was working at a, a deli as a waiter and training and living at home at 22 years old with a college marketing degree. But my dad was cool. You know, he's like, this is your thing. Yeah. We'll support you as long as, cause he knew I was, you know, we were progressing. And so, yeah, he was cool with it. So yeah, there, there's a very, it's a hard, hard line, man. Oh, I'm sure. It's one yeah. of those things you do because you love it. Not cause you're getting rich on it. Yeah, so, for sure. You know? Unfortunately. Yeah, that was a good question, Woody. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> kind of piggybacking off of that, I, I was curious. You kind of alluded to preparation uh, for for competitions mm, yeah. earlier in the podcast. I'm just kind of curious. I mean, I'm sure you know the obvious things such as spending just a ton of time in the weight room, um, you know, watching your nutrition, your macros, and sleep, and everything like that are huge. Um, are there what other things go into the prep? I mean, you said it was it's a three month preparation period before a competition well for, for me it was because back then the mindset was to put size on you just 
eight and right. trained heavy. And you were just big and bulky and carried way too much fat. Okay. I had to lose 30 pounds to get down to my weight for, for, the, for, I wanted, for where I wanted to be. Right. That's, you know, some guys, you know, have a really high metabolism. So they, maybe they got to lose 10, maybe they're only 10 pounds over. Or some of them probably have to lose it. You know, their whole thing was trying to gain weight because they always, they'd say they look like a tennis player if they didn't eat enough, but they always stayed cut. Yeah. That, that makes sense for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, oh, absolutely. My, my thing was, I try to get the mindset. I, I, I cut the weight slowly, allow myself to slowly wean off the foods that I love. Yeah. Because I wasn't going to be eating them. You know, go on the really clean eating mm-hmm. 24 seven. I, I take one day and I would, I would chow what I wanted. I'd feel great and feel, and then I'd go back to eating really clean. But yeah. There was, I mean, it's, it's such, that's the other thing looking back on this, it's such a self-serving sport, almost like, you know, when you got ready for your triathlons, would you, you know, cause you're all about your own diet. You're all about training. You're all about having to go to bed early. You're all, you know, you don't have to, have to tan. Like, there's so much stuff just centered on you. You know, I, I'm glad I wasn't married at the time. I was young. I was single. Yeah. Yeah. I got to do my own thing. I pissed my mom and dad off so much cause I was such a bitch dieting so <laughs> strict and getting, you know, getting you know short fuse and you know something so well yeah your lot. hormones are all out of whack you're like you just oh, change your lifestyle of... back and forth and like yeah you're just cutting weight cutting weights like crazy oh it's not yeah i mean you know it's it's a mindset thing and i even wrote my mom letters apologizing because she was she you know she she kind of quit talking oh it's funny <laughs> quit talking to me because i was i was being such a piece of work oh man oh yeah yeah but uh, there, there's other stuff involved too which is the obvious that messes up your your anger issues right yeah you know i have no problem talking about it if there's questions about that because you don't get to that level without doing that crap yeah yeah you know yeah you know and guys that deny it are full of it you know what i mean yeah i just i mean you can't it's in that sport, it's, it's definitely the price for paradise. You got to pay that price. Oh yeah. Get, yeah, to get that big, you're bigger than the size of your like your natural body, right? So you have to you have to take some oh, yeah. that to get you there, right? Oh yeah, and and in in all honesty, that's that's why I quit competing. I didn't want to do the amount of crap that those guys were doing to maintain yeah. and to get to the next level. I was like, it just wasn't worth it. It just yeah. 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 You're, you're, I mean, that's better for your health, like to, oh, to stay I mean, away from those things. I mean, it, it oh, totally. And if you look back, I don't know if you ever Google it, but they'll show you how many, how many pro bodybuilders have died over the years at competitions because you dehydrate so severely. Your oh electrolytes are, are thrown off so bad. They'll find them dead in their hotel room. They don't come oh back to the show. God. They won the show. And they're, Jeez. yeah, it's insane. It sounds like, that's crazy. What a what a bizarre lifestyle. But what like I yeah. mean the the diligent like the uh, just I mean because you have consistency the consistency yeah, like, the uh, the self discipline. I mean you know it, it's everything. So geez, that's intense. I didn't realize that. that oh yeah, well, you know it's kind of like you guys know a ton about baseball that I have probably don't have a clue about because I never got to you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, you see all the stuff in the in the news right now with that that spider tax stuff that that's getting caught up. Like everyone's finding their little edge to get to the the pros, and you see Garrett yeah. Cole blows up on the Yankees now that he's not you know 
Yeah. Putting on the stuff, the tar. Oh, is he, is he a pitcher for the Yankees? And oh, yeah, he's a pitcher for the Yankees. I'm sorry. Yeah. I guess I mean, he, I, I, he never got caught. He never got caught. He just, you know, froze He had up a really interview. Uh, interesting interview. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, oh. I, I'm not just, I don't know, for sure. No, every sport has it. Yeah. You know? every, and it's, yep. it's, the, uh, it's the thing of, like, you know, you get, you get caught up in your sport, just like I did. So, that's why I had to make the decision to do that crap. You know, I, I kept I kept going until I couldn't do it anymore without it. It's like mm-hmm. in baseball. Yeah, it is. You want to win, and you got to do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually I'm interested. Just just one more thing on the on the bodybuilding topic. I'm interested now if nowadays if they have competitions that restrict any sort of you know PEDs or anything like that. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. They've had them for years. They're called natural shows. Okay. Okay. They're natural, natural shows. Dudes find sometimes, you know, they seem like they find a way to kind of get around it. So really? But yeah, something that's not like illegal yet or something. Well, or they did it before. Like, supposedly you're supposed to be natural for a year. You're supposed to have uh, not even clean for a year. Okay. No, no PEDs. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, interesting. You can make some pretty good gains, get off it for a year and still look pretty damn good mm-hmm. but the uh oh shoot oh the, but the other thing is too it's like they say who's gonna who, that's the thing about the bodybuilding people want to go see the freaks mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah. they, these natural guys look damn good yeah and i'm not taking nothing away but people want to you know for the cost of these shows now to get in i mean they want to see these not something these, different yeah like, see this, yeah and these guys yeah. are insane. And that makes sense. Yeah. I don't even yeah. follow it anymore because it just turned to me, they don't look, it doesn't look that good, you know? Yeah. It doesn't look like you. They, they're taking growth hormone, they have the extended bellies, and it's so enormous. It's insane. Yeah. Is this a little more than you bargained for in my interview today? <laughs> hey, it's gold. I, We're good. I tell it like it is. I'm honest, man. And I talk to like a lot of old school bodybuilders. It just, we don't like the directions it's gone. So I wish it could kind of reel back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and this information is is shining light It's you know, it's exposing, you know, everything that, that, uh, that it is that, that people don't appreciate about it, you know, about Yeah. Nobody gets to see this stuff. Like nobody talks about it on the outside. Like only the people like, yeah, you know about this kind of stuff. So it's like, yeah. Plus I don't want, you know, people getting hurt and, you know, like younger younger kids are wanting to go to the high school football players are jumping on it. And, you know, it's a matter of fact, I didn't tell my kid till he was 21, you know, that I ever took anything because I didn't want him doing anything. And right. it, was, it wasn't until one of his friends kept bugging him. <laughs> sure. Come on, man, your dad had to, had to do something. <laughs> so I, I don't like, you know, I'm honest. And so I was like, okay, they kept pushing it. Like, here's the deal. But I waited till I was 21. Back then you can get it prescribed to a doctor. I literally went to a doctor's office and got a prescription. It wasn't wow. illegal. Yeah. So huh. I wasn't doing anything illegal like today. Yeah. So that's interesting. You know, that's, yeah. yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's, you want to transition into kind of life after bodybuilding and kind of mindset stuff, Woody? Yeah, perfect. Yeah, Larry. So let's tell us like one, like you were working out a lot during this bodybuilding, but what shifted after you stopped? Like what changed with your routines and like, what did you do differently after that? Um, well, actually, what the other thing that put me off is my shoulders really wouldn't allow me to train like I used to. And, you know, injuries you guys go through. So it's like, okay. Oh, definitely. And uh, right around that time when I was like seeing the end of the 
end of the tunnel, you know, the, like, okay, I'm getting off the bodybuilding train. I met some, yeah, I met some friends at the gym. Uh, the place is closed now. Actually, it was where I met my wife, and we, uh, they, they got me into to cycling. They said, hey, we're, we're doing a, a road bike ride. That's why I was actually looking at my phone. I had some quotes I wanted to remember to tell you guys. But um, so they got me out on a, on a road bike ride, and it, it was really cool. Another, all of a sudden, new territory got my ass kicked. I'm probably like, <laughs> yeah. Preston, you're back to being a beginner. <laughs> but this wasn't iron. This is just going out with some friends. I was like, I didn't even have a, you know, good road bike. So they said, oh, matter of fact, I brought my old Schwinn from Chicago that I still had. It was in my garage, flat tires. I pumped it up. I went out and think, no, I was like, oh, and they're like, oh, you need a better bike. You know, I'm like, I'm like I suck at this, but just like this, like, you know, like, like you do, you're on the baseball diamond forever. I was in the gym forever. So all of a sudden I'm outside, it's sunny, you know, I'm, I'm riding, I'm socializing, there's women, I'm like, this is kind of cool. And all <laughs> yeah. of a sudden I'm like, hey, I'm into cycling, but I didn't, you know, still want to lose the size. So, so actually to this day, I still kind of like this lifestyle of, I do the gym on a one day, I ride the bike the next day. For me, cycling is my cardio, you know? Okay. And actually it's even transitioned into to, to mountain biking now, I freaking... That is that is the real bomb to me because it's, it's yeah. It's, but well, you um, could you couldn't be living in a better state for it. Oh, exactly, oh, exactly. Yeah, I, I, I've been like telling Crescent. I think he'll be the. I think he'd be a mountain biking freak, and I, I'm sure walking. It's like he, hiking on steroids. Yeah. Like yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, I would love it's, to. It's it's insane. It's because it's you know it's a little technical. It's it's not just. I mean, I loved road biking until the danger side came of it, and. People get hit by cars and yeah, they don't make it. Oh so yeah, that's why I've had friends that it happened to, and I'm like, okay, I gotta get off the road and uh, just mountain bike. And mountain biking is a blast. Yeah, it's, I bet. It's, yeah, and it's different too. Is the road bikers are they're they're a little bit more about the numbers. They're really tight, you know. Da, 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 and mountain bikers are super chill, but yeah, they still <laughs> go fast and have fun. Anyway, oh yeah. I got yes, I got some buddies who went up to uh, NAU and they're way into mountain biking. They they yeah. want to take me out so bad because they have a lot of cool trails up there. Um, I'd love to get into it though. I mean, it seems like an awesome oh. hobby that you know it's another outdoor activity that I would I would love to do. So we should uh, we should hit the trail sometime once it's, I get a bike. Oh, don't, don't, yes, don't let's do out. it. I'll call you out. I'm... Oh yeah. Ah, Here we go. Time, Here man. we go. That's We've a been waiting for But yeah, I, I I venture off your question so much. But yeah, I. I went into uh, the road bike and got into that super intense and started doing like these hundred milers, you know, the tour to Tucson, you might've heard of, we did that a yeah. bunch of times. And we went to, that, that's what's neat. You meet a ton of people, you're seeing different, you're seeing different parts of the state. Like we'll do, we'll do these events like tour to Scottsdale, tour to Mesa. There's a ride in, you go all over and just by yeah. like, you know, like, so meeting all different people. And it's like, all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I, I got to get into a little more balance instead of yeah. just lifting and, yeah, yeah. Just being in the gym and yeah. And plus when you're riding, you can burn off a ton of more, you know, your car ton you more calories. Cardio. Sure. Yeah, so you can help you get your shred on and uh yeah. And still have a few IPAs if you want to. <laughs> there you go. Definitely. Oh, that's what people say to like, Claire, how do you stay lean? Because I, I like my IPAs is what do you know? I don't go crazy. Oh yeah. Yeah. But uh yeah, if you do enough cardio, you can eat and drink almost whatever you want, which is Kind of nice, especially you get older. 
and that's you a gotta earn message. that boost. That's a yeah. great nugget right here. That that's that's yeah. honestly like speaks to a a big reason why we wanted to to roll out this podcast, Woody. I oh. mean, yeah. Um, you know, because we were we were talking before we we started recording, um, just kind of about about Fourth of July and how you know Woody and I can't really uh, you know <laughs> drink up with the college like kids. we used to, if you will. If that's I, I guess right, like I don't right know. Hey, dude, I was um, a college. <laughs> we're like I was a college kid, man. I just, I I, just, I hear you. Yeah. So I mean, but but for you to mention that 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 you. The lifestyle that you live allows you to then go enjoy IPAs and here and there oh. and, you know, eat some, you know, have a well, cheat day. And so I think. Oh, yeah. Well, the funny point. thing is, too, and and I, I see it coming to the forefront more and more, especially like with you guys, like uh, the perfect examples, like everyone like oh, I'm drinking White Claws or I'm drinking Trulies. Those are the. Low calorie. Yeah. Vodka, yeah low low right? calorie alcohol. Yeah. Because yeah, everyone's Seltzers. trying to get their get their party on but they're trying to stay super leaned out right yeah i get it i I, I get it so the thing is for me is i just find it super easy to keep up your workouts and eat really clean that way if i want to have even more ipas than i normally would yeah right next right going back to clean eating and and diet you know and training absolutely Yes, I mean so that's why I see people killing themselves with these trulies and yeah. dead, and, but you know, they're still not. They're they're still kind of not, you know, yeah. dialed in like they want to be. Exactly. You got to yeah. eat clean and just then you get a little more drink out of it. Want to? That's a great. Yeah. Point. So talking about eating clean, um, let's go into like your diet. Like, what do you preach uh, to your clients, and then what do you do yourself uh, with the nutrition side? Yeah. What I preach. And what, what actually happens are two different things, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. but, but the key is, it's strictly, I'll just say, because a lot of people think they're eating clean and they're not really eating clean. So the best way you can find out if you are, I try to preach, keep the sugars to a minimal. Because sugars, yeah. and there's sugar. Easy in concept. In Definitely. your beers, there's sugar. In your wine, there's sugar. You know, hard look. I, I always say that because that gets consumed a lot. But yeah, I, I'm big on trying to keep the carbs, which are sugar, to a minimum, even though my breakfast almost every day has been oatmeal with nuts and berries and a scoop of protein powder. And the reason I'm big oh, on nice. a lot of carbs in the morning is I'm, I'm really active. I mean, I was up walking a dog at 4 a.m. today. I mean, holy cow. Yeah, I know. It's insane. I don't always, but you know, it's so hot. The only time you can walk him and I hate yeah. him not getting his workout. <laughs> I know what's yeah. wrong with this picture, but yeah. So, cause I mean, I was at my, I met my first client today. We went to the gym and uh, I was there at five forty-five, and he was, he was there at 6am he's 80. Oh, wow. This dude, he is, he's on it tomorrow. I'm meeting him at his house at five fifteen am He was up in Scottsdale and we're going to do a 12 mile road bike ride. Cause I, him and I've been <laughs> together almost 25 years. 12 miles for an 80-year-old eight, on the bike. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We would go on. He, he's just awesome. not good with the heat. The heat's really hard for him. Usually, he's in yeah. Canada this time of year. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I got him understanding the lifestyle. I was like, you know, I like a good balance of shape and size and strength, but also like cardio. Yeah. Know? So, yeah. and the thing is, that's what works for me. I know I've got off the diet thing, but that's what I tell people. So, so anyways, that's my breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know i'm always keeping the water going when i can hydration especially out here 
Then uh, I usually have like a protein shake mid-morning or a, a peach or a banana or, a, or a, one of these lower sugar, like a kind bar or the keto bar. I'm always changing bars because I eat so many of them. I get sick of one guy <laughs> yeah. and I get on to the next and next. But you know, it's like, like what do you tell you? I've got a kind of, I'm always on the go. Mm -hmm. I'm not like, you know, I know walk up, you're doing these podcasts and you're working out. So you're sitting, you might be sitting more through the day than I am. Way too much. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. why it's really important for people who are sedentary because their jobs require it. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm just saying that's, you know what? No, yeah, a, yeah. You got a curve to your activity level. So eating like, you know, you do wraps maybe with lettuce, like a, instead of a bread or low carb tortillas, which I do my turkey wraps, low carb tortillas with some rice on the side. You just got to, your activity low. And then yeah. especially at night, I try to tell my clients, that's the thing people are at their office, the studio, they get home, they're ready for the big meal at night. Oh no, the big meal has got to be in the morning or midday at night you want to chill a little bit and that's when you're i have that completely down. switched in my life i i eat a yeah. huge huge dinner and because I, I i'm not I, I usually wake up not too hungry i'll have a protein shake and like some raspberries or blueberries and then i'll take my supplements and then i'm really not hungry until about midday where i have my lunch um, but like you said, going back yeah. to the lifestyle thing, just being kind of sedentary and, yeah. you know, working in an office and I, you know, I'll, I'll get to the gym a couple times, three times a week. Um, but with that, I mean, I really do watch what I eat and I, you know, I, and my sleep schedule, which I want to ask you a little later on oh, at some point. Um, so yeah, yeah. it's, yeah, almost, it's, 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 it's almost his bedtime over here. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why I want to <laughs> get to <laughs> I, I got to be honest with you guys. Just before this, when you said 530, I'm like, cool. I can lay on the couch for about 20 minutes, do a little shut eye, <laughs> set my alarm, my phone, like, okay. Yeah. So, um, so let's get into it then. Like as far as sleep goes, uh, do you have, do you have a certain amount of hours you strive for every night? I mean, you said you wake up at 4am to walk the dog. So I'd assume you're yeah. probably heading to bed, you know, relatively early every day. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. By, by, I'm like 830. I, I, I'm happy hitting the, hitting the hay at 830 and I'm okay. like, I hate to say it, I'll wake up at like 3.45 without an alarm and that four. Because the thing is, getting back to lifestyle, if you want to keep up road biking, mountain biking out here in the summer, I mean, we're meeting at the trails at 5.30 a.m. Wow. And because it's because it's too hot. Yeah, it's, it's only the time best, to best time to do it. Yeah. 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 So and then, you know, as, as the season changes, we'll go out a little bit later. But you know, I, I like to maintain the same if you get used to it, it's like you're talking like I was going to say when you're eating kind of late and kind of heavy, it's funny when I was competing in bodybuilding, I used to love going to bed because I knew I'd go to bed a smidge hungry because I knew in the morning I was going to get to eat. Oh, <laughs> I see. Yeah, I wake up, I look forward to okay. breakfast. And I think to this day, it's still the way it is. Like, huh. like normally at six o'clock, I'd probably be finished dinner about now. Okay. Maybe eating five thirty oh, six. Wow. Cause I'm having breakfast at four 30 in the morning or five, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause if you haven't fueled and cause I know a lot of people are big on that intermittent fasting, like, okay, I'm going to eat at six tonight. I'm mm -hmm. not going to eat again until six the next morning. That's 12 hours. You know? Yeah. So for yeah. me, if I eat dinner at five 30 or six, it's, it's close to 12 hours. And the thing, you know, Woody knows this, if you're putting on some muscle, you're burning a lot of calories while you're sleeping. You, sure. you burn oh, yeah. hours in a resting state, so you can you can get up and eat and get away with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm huge on routine, man. Your body gets used to it. 
it's funny when I have eaten kind of late, like, you know, some friends invite you out for dinner and it's like, oh man, it's 7.30. I haven't just I'm eaten it. I'll wake up and I'm not even that hungry. So I'm into that. Like you're yep. saying, oh, I'm not, I don't want to have breakfast, but yeah, I'm a believer. You eat early enough, you get the engine, the metabolism going, you're burning calories because a lot of people don't eat breakfast. And then they're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm not even hungry until noon, Larry. I'm like, well, you haven't eaten enough and you haven't got your engine going. And you just, but they say, if I do eat something, then I'm hungry all day. Yeah, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, and people don't also realize like how like long it takes for the adaptation. So like the first day you do this like routine switch, it's not going to be easy. Like, but once right. you get the routine down after a couple of weeks, it's going to be like clockwork every single time. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah. Oh, and, and the biggest, the biggest thing, another thing I tell my clients getting back to diet, I know I go all over is, uh, but the key to staying consistent is being prepared. So if you come home from your hard day and you don't have the, clean foods in your refrigerator all of a sudden that you know that some that nasty the tostitos or yeah you're gonna reach for whatever you got because you're starving yeah or you i'm gonna door dash some fast food or something yeah yeah, yeah. yeah driving home and you're like oh i have nothing at home uh i'm gonna drive through here that's a great you know? point that's and a then you point. eat it and you feel like a sluggo yeah like, funny thing is i, I kind of went off the wagon a little bit i was on vacation and we were eating and I wasn't training. We were drinking and eating bad. And I've been home a week from this trip. I've been eating. I've been being really good. It's like, man, my energy level is so much better. It's usually pretty good. But yeah, it's like I noticed like, wow, I'm being recovering a little bit. So there's, you kind of forget. You do it for so long, you take it for granted. It's, it's legit. It really yeah. is. You just try it. I'm just telling you, try it. Just give yourself a week. I absolutely will. Um, I, I, I've been meaning to kind of alter my, my eating habits because I, for me, the reason I consume so much food right before bed is I, I get the best sleep in my mind. I don't know if it's, if this is scientifically true. I get the best sleep. Like I just knock out like that when I, on a full stomach. If I'm hungry, I'm tossing, I'm turning. I'm like, oh, when am I going to be able to eat again? You know. <laughs> and so when I have that big meal right before bed, I'm just like, oh. And then I'm I'm out in like two minutes. It's really interesting, but I I do need to to start altering my eating eating patterns because just like you said, I mean it it takes. It takes time. It's going to be tough oh, for yeah. a little while, but well, that's, I think you know that. But it's worth it. Yeah, well, yeah. But the thing absolutely. is, you're throwing you're throwing down those carbs, Walker, before going to bed. I know. I, oh, but you I, know I have been ill-advised to do that. I, everyone <laughs> I talk to is like, "Don't, don't be doing that, man." My mom's oh. a physician. I tell her how I eat, and uh, she's. I tell her I eat a big meal right before bed. She says that's just simply not very good for you. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, well, I, I value my sleep, and so. But, yeah, uh, and I don't think it's like I mean, like it's it's more about like just right before bed. You can't be doing like yeah. you can have a carbs in your dinner. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Uh, but I think you need to not eat those like the second you you yeah. know when you get full and then knock out. Like that's not going to be good for your sleep schedule. Like yeah. I, I, it's going to interrupt you getting into that sleep. Yeah, you know. So I appreciate uh, that information. That that's I mean, and I hope our listeners as well because uh, you know that's that that information is is, is priceless really because oh. you, you you can really we can only get this by picking someone's brain like you yourself you know like it's, right. it's all experimental if i'm doing it myself but when i get that information from you and you know being a personal trainer and expert with those kind of things it's really kind of just flips the switch in my mind to be like okay let's let's take action here you know so let's make you know that's why i want to go to those quotes but the thing is it's like you know and i, I appreciate you you know happy about the advice 
but so many people don't put it into play. Sure. Yeah, yeah. it's all about application. Yeah. So, dude, just, just, you know, see, yeah, put it into play. Otherwise, I'm gonna have the invoice show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you gotta do. Whatever you gotta do. You don't you you don't have to worry about me putting things into play. I I'm just, I, uh, I'm just messing with you, man. I no, just, I I know you are. No, I, that's the thing. So many people go, oh yeah, you know, but it's like you know, it's like my clients, and I'm like, dude, come on, yeah, just do it because you're paying me to. I want you to see the results, and and there's they're so worth it when you get to ex, you know experience live like the best one. Like people go, man, my pants are super loose. This is awesome. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know. And after a while, you don't even think that's something that, you know, yeah. that's, just normal. Just that's, pants, that's where your clothes fit. It's like, right. you, know, mm-hmm. you don't realize And so many people are like, oh, man, my jeans are too tight. And I'm like, they don't have to be, man. And it's like, yeah. That, and that this, this was my mindset when I would start my diet. I'm like, you know, that burger and fries and that big old, you know, high hazy IPA, that's going to be there after I win that, that trophy. That mm-hmm. stuff's not going to go anywhere. It's a great know, mindset. So just, it's yeah. there waiting for you, man. So I say, okay, Saturday I'll have that pizza or whatever. But yeah. Yeah. There's ways you can, and then when you do have it, when you think, oh, that that stuff's gonna be the bomb, and then you eat it, and you're like it's not as good as you thought, and then all yeah. you're feeling bloated and you're in your coma. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, it's like I got a few a few buddies. Uh, I just gotta pull this quote. I, I put them in my notes from people that have made these. Cha- you know, they took it to heart. Mm-hmm. and really made the changes and uh let me find this one this one this one friend uh he's oh she's she said everyone has it in them you just have to find it mm. yeah yeah Definitely. that's what i thought was really cool and this one buddy of mine this is a great story for turning around he's 65 he's done three full iron mans woody and this yeah what an he's animal <laughs> that's oh, yeah. real Plus, craziness yeah he, he's a swimmer but he uh He's a buddy of mine, and he had he had, had 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 shoulder surgery, so it took him off mountain biking for a while. So he gained some weight because he likes to drink. You know that was his thing too. But now he's not riding and burning off the calories, so he gained some weight. And then he had, getting back into riding, then he fell or something happened. I can't remember. He had had a hip replace. So now it's about oh. two years. So he went from like his one eighty two to like two fifteen, fat, slow, hating you know negative attitude. I called him Eeyore because he was just a Bitched. I'm like, dude. Yeah. And then one day he was bitching me about it. I said, I said, Paul, you can keep being the Eeyore or you can start Monday. We start working out virtually and just get your shit turned on. He goes, okay, yeah. let, let's start working out Monday. Okay. So now it's been a year. The dude's 182, crushing it, pants over, ripped face. He's showing, he sent me a picture of his abs, but just because he put it to, application you know yeah so his thing was just saying uh he said commit to one thing and so yeah and he said training with larry monday and wednesday and the rest fell into place because yeah you know they're just being consistent because yeah. he, he even said he goes man i've been going to the gym for years but haven't been doing it consistently like the way i was making him do it and you just got to make it a lifestyle he committed to it and now he's like Got a new girlfriend. It's like, you know, it's I love that. I love that. Living a lot. <laughs> yeah. But you know, you just, you know, there's days like, like, you know, my wife is, I just get up and go to the, get on the trail at 5 a.m. There's days I don't, you know, I'm like, oh man, I didn't sleep good. I'm tired. It's cold. I'm like, I mean, once you just make yourself do it and, and it's, 
What do you, what do you tell yourself on those days when you wake up and you're a little sluggish and you're like, ah, oh, I just kind of, I don't really want to go today. Is there something that you say to yourself? Is there something, a reminder that you have? Is there, you know, is there something? Is there a secret? Yeah, I know. Cause that's everyone. Everyone's like, the thing is just getting to the gym. Like once you're there and work show up. Yeah. Fine. But that's what I'll say to myself is like, I've told so many people, you can't, don't say no. But like when people get invited, invite you to go on a ride, I'm not saying no, you keep going with them and it keeps you riding fast because it's more fun when you're in shape and you're fast and you keep up sure. with, with the others. Yeah. So that's, unless I've had a really hard week of training, you know, some days I'm like, man, I'm staying in bed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's only like, because I know tomorrow I have another hard ride, something coming up. For Maybe recovery say, purposes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm going to chill today. Matter of fact, there's a really good article I read and tell my clients and even competitive racers I used to work with. I said, you know, sometimes less is more. Mm. There's so many people overtrain now. Yeah. You know, everyone thinks, never guess I was going to tell you, like talking about personal training and, and, and working with people, everyone thinks, oh, I can't take a spin class because that's false to the walls. That's insanity. And then they're like, no, it's, it's, well, it's about it's what you your ride, it. man. It's about doing your thing, doing what makes you feel good and keeps, keeps you in it. Yeah. Finally, keeps you in it. Mm -hmm. Like Woody knows that we have, a, we have a friend, Carlette. She's one of my clients. She doesn't like weight training. She doesn't like, you know, and we got her doing kettlebells. So a lot of people don't like, oh, so we found boxing. She loves boxing. So there you, you keep go. going yes, until you find what works for you. Right. But, uh, so you find, you know, so you do that two, three times, whatever. You find what works for you and do it at your level. You don't have to do it, you know, 200 heartbeat spin class or whatever. Sure. But uh, so anyway, yeah, so what gets me out of bed is going, dude, as I tell, I tell my wife, I go, I don't know how many days I'm mountain biking. I still, you know, I still have. I'm, yeah. I'm not, not the spring chicken. Some days, because <laughs> I've got friends who've aged out, man. I hate to say it. So, you know, they yeah. age out. And so you keep doing it as long as you can. Right. I'm like, okay, then I'll, I'll sit in the back and, you know, be the putzer. Yeah. But yeah, if you can do it as long as you can, it's cool. Awesome, man. Yeah, sorry to sorry to like go off on these things. But. No, oh, no, that's, no, that's what it's all about. Yeah, we embrace exactly. that. We really embrace that. I mean, because then you know we're able to pull nuggets that we didn't even know that we were going oh, yeah. to. You know, so yeah, it, I mean, it's there's awesome. Some other sayings, but uh, those two are because that's what I like doing. Especially what is something for you to think about too, because you're seeing success with your clients. Just ask them, like, so what was it? You know, what was it that yeah. worked for you? Like, what that yeah. got you going? Like, that's yeah. gonna be. It's like you just ask thing, me. What, we what, just keep running with it. Yeah. yeah, just like you're saying, what gets you out of bed? I was like, what's the alternative, man? Yeah, you know? yeah, that's, that's actually that's huge. That's yeah. what I say to a lot of my clients. They're like, oh man, I'm not into this today. I go, well, what's the alternative? Yeah. You're gonna take today off, and then I don't see you again for three days. You're gonna have eaten like crap, and now we're gonna be further behind. You know, but yeah, that's a great challenging question right there. What's the alternative? I like that. Yeah. I I'm, like I'm that. happy to you hear make some t-shirts for you. Yeah, no, t-shirts. What's the alternative? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Be, be alternative. That's you know, I've got like, honestly, uh, Preston's met a few of these guys. I've got a dude who's 91 I'm training. Matter of <laughs> oh, fact, yeah, who's this for people who think they have no they think they have excuses? Yeah, 91 right now he's in Chicago. He sets up the computer, we train virtually. No way, and he's only he able to keep doing it because he's been doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he's wow. kept with it 
He's, he was a tennis player. He's played tennis for 70 years. And he's still got good cardio and strength. But I'm like, if this dude can set up a computer at 91 years old to train virtually. Seriously. What's your goddamn excuse? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for real. Yeah, oh yeah. So yeah, Crescent knows another one I work with. She's 95. She's in three weeks. That's yeah. inspiring. Yeah. That's really inspiring. Yeah, so no excuses, people. Come on, man. Well, yeah. well, unless you don't want to live that long, it's, it's your call. Yeah. Unless you want to. Hey, if that's your thing. <laughs> yeah. If you want it to suck, it can. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other thing I like to bounce off people is like, we work our tails off to make a lot of, you know, to make some money to enjoy ourselves. But if you're out of shape, what's that enjoyment going to be? You can't go skiing. You can't yeah. walk, you know, you can't go whatever. That floats your, you know, I'm just saying it's a great point yeah, to drive home. It takes you out of a lot of things. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, a huge, a huge kind of societal look at, you know, especially nowadays is, um, you know, for, for dudes our age, Woody, it's, it's grind, 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 grind. No time to go to the gym. Sleep schedules, mm -hmm. shitty nutrition, mm -hmm. shitty. And it's like, oh, but you know, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be good, well off in my thirties and then I'll be able to do this and that or whatever. Okay. Well then what's going on in those 10 years that you're just grinding, not taking care of your body, not sleeping, not getting in the gym. And you know, that's the point that you just oh. made. And we're, we're living in a society right now where that's kind of, the that's kind of uh, encouraged to take that route yeah. is, is to, you know, work your ass off absolutely but absolutely but you also have to take care of yourself too so that you can work harder instead yes. of like you know yes oh, no, that was a great point well, yeah I say, well, that, that's the bonus that woody and i kind of bring is uh being able to train people in their home because they yeah. have time to get to a gym mm -hmm. a lot of people you know they're honest enough to say oh i won't put on that youtube video and watch so and so <laughs> train Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Yeah. And the other, the other thing you guys are going to be heading into. So listen up a little bit here. You're going to be coming mommy and daddies down the road. And uh, maybe not right now. No, but this is some, this is down the road, man. You be, yeah. You're going to be there before you know it. Okay. And everyone's kind of accepting the dad bod. And yeah. I'm like, don't accept the dad bod, Don't man. Because if you're the dad bod at 30 something, you're going to be really bad at 50, 60, whatever, something. Right. You know? And then also on top of that is, I mean, I'm hoping not getting out of your age group thing here to think about is you want to be a good example to your kids. Yes. You know, you want yeah. them to go like, because I think I, I kind of blow some people away there. You know, I go mountain bike and this and that. And they're like, you're like a grandpa, dude. How, how come you can still do this stuff? <laughs> Like, A, I want my son to see, just because you get older. Lead by example. You got to go to, you know, freaking, you don't mean you have to sit on the sideline. You can still be playing. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It's it much better being in the arena. It yeah, is much better, better being man. in the arena. Yeah. 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 I don't like being on the sideline, man. I like being in the game. You can stay with it. Hell so, yeah. That's some of my uh, incentive, you know. Yeah. No dad vibes, man. Yeah, yeah, I like that. No dad people bods. Are, people are accepting. No that. dad bods. I think that's. I think that yeah. should be the title of this podcast. No dad. Bods. No dad bods. <laughs> yes, that's it. If you can help it, you know. <laughs> but you know, I mean, what are you seeing? And I don't know what are you seeing, but it's like it seems like to me society is accepting, you know, being only fifteen or twenty percent over. You know, like yeah, their body composition, body fat being higher is just acceptable, and it doesn't have to be. No, it doesn't no, have to be that way. Yeah. yeah.
Yeah. yeah. So that means remember what you asked me. <laughs> I mean, All geez. Right. You've, you've dropped a lot of knowledge on us and I'm really grateful you've spent this oh, time with us today. Dude, you know, I, it's yeah, really yeah, generous of you to definitely. take, to take this time out of oh, your schedule. No, I appreciate having me on and just have, you know, it's like you get to a point, you got to share it and hope yes. people listen to it. Cause it's, you know, I wish I knew some of this stuff when I was your guy's age that I know now. And that, that's the essence that's of this. Why we did we it. just want to share it. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly why yeah. we did it. We're talking to you to learn because we're just students over here. Oh. We want to know how to become oh, yeah. all these you know, high achievers like you, buddy. Oh, yeah. my guy. Well, <laughs> no, I'm happy to. It's cracked me up. And, you know, I was cresting getting on his feet, and then he's like, "Hey, dude, you mind interviewing?" I'm like, "Well, you're, you're interviewing. <laughs> like, that's so cool. Yeah, like what you guys are doing. I just, I just hope he, you know, it really blows up for you." Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks. well, we're, yeah. we're fired up because we get to talk to, you know, individuals oh. like you and get, and, and the thing about this too, is it's cool because we'll be able to sit down after every, I think it, it was three people that three we interview and then we kind of pull nuggets from those different episodes. So that's, oh, cool. I mean, that's kind of what it's all about is just being able to pull from here, pull from there. Cause everyone looks at things a little bit differently. Um, and everyone has a different way of, you know, approaching success and stuff like that and what the price for their paradise is. So, yeah. um, so, I mean, no, I, I completely, I, I appreciate all the time you and knowledge you've, you've dropped on us today. It's, oh, it's been awesome. Um, it's, it's been huge. There's one more thing I want to lay on you guys, though, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Finish strong. Let's do it. Because, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, because the thing is, is that, you know, there's like the old school way of, of like weight training, okay? You know, you go in the gym, this and this and this. But this thing I, I want to put across is a lot of this old school stuff works. You know, people are so so uh you know like jumping on the new like we're doing the kettlebells now right. i love kettlebells don't get me wrong you know oh, got to do slam balls and, and i love variety in training don't get me wrong but you know a lot of you don't have to be like jumping on the bandwagon of the greatest and latest new workout right a lot of just the basic stuff really works and you don't have to go crazy you just got to work out you just got to be doing just it like, find a yeah. program that, yeah find a program that works for you and whatever your friends are doing, if it's working for them, but what's working for you, man, that's all that matters. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Woody, you got anything in closing or? No, I think he, he ended that perfectly. I think that was money. So. Yeah, oh, that was. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I asked too many questions. I was super. I, I know I was like, what are you doing no. most of the driving? But I was a question after question in my head. No, so no. I, I, I hope I didn't take it over man. for, you know, for your sake no or way. like that. But I was, you know, genuinely curious, so. No, I'm glad I was able to bring up stuff that, that you know, made you want to ask some questions because then yeah. I know it's I mean, well, it's, that's, it's that's what this is all about. Good. I mean, and, and just yeah, the yeah. exposure and then being able to share this with our listen, listeners is just going to be priceless. So oh, awesome. Um, awesome. If, our, if our listeners want to reach out to you and, you know, personal training, is there, do you have a website or is there a, a phone Funny enough, body coach? I'm the body coach. I really, I've never had a website, Walker, funny enough, because my word of mouth got going so much. And unfortunately I was maxed out. I couldn't take on new clients. So like if I had, I that's a good problem client. to have. Yeah. So, um, but I'm just L Bernstein at cox.net. All righty. Woody knows how to get hold of me and I'm always happy to help. And if I can't, I'm always happy to uh, refer them to another awesome trainer. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, but if you do want to get a kick out of my, my background, just put my name in YouTube. You'll see my... Uh, oh, my you'll, you'll get some good images. Look up Larry <laughs> Bernstein on YouTube. Yeah, it's great. You get to see what my old... Yeah. 
my past life. Love it. Yeah. All That's right. Kind of funny. Well, thank you, thank you so much for spending some time with us tonight. I mean, uh, I appreciate it a lot, um, and thank you, Woody, for you know putting us in contact virtually. I, I'm sure that we'll be able to meet in person at some point. I hope so. You know, oh, definitely. Whatever soon. we end up doing, but uh, maybe we can get him to go to a little boxing workout with us. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'd Bring be in the round. Yeah, my uh, my my younger brother is a he he did boxing in high school. Uh, had a couple yeah. of different or maybe i think he had three different um three different matches and uh but but he's way into boxing he's been boxing for for years now so he'd oh, be perfect. he'd be happy to hear that i yeah. that i'm getting into it as well yeah this isn't punching someone else this is like well, <laughs> yeah yeah boxing workouts yeah. guys we're not sparring <laughs> i have no i have no interest in getting to the ring with anyone else trust me <laughs> yeah, yeah i'm the guy they hold my head and i can't reach him so yeah. <laughs> that's right all right, guys. Hopefully that was good enough because I'm way past my dinner time and almost bedtime. All righty. Well, thank you so much, Larry. It was a pleasure you meeting you. Happy to help anytime, man.